From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, down. here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. All right, good morning and welcome into a Monday edition of the program. This is game time. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we get ready to roll through a Monday. And I'm telling you, we are loaded and full of things to get to today. And Man, I don't know. We may have to go an extra couple of hours this morning to get to it all. Ward Whites, how are we this morning? Good. Ryan, how you doing? Doing good. How are you, Tom? I'm good. I'm just trying. I'm curious. Ward's got a sweatshirt on. I got a sweatshirt on. Ryan's in a short sleeve polo and shorts. You do have a phone that gives you current weather data, right? I do. Okay. Just curious. It's 39 degrees outside this morning. And you're running around in shorts. It's going to be in the 60s by the time sun comes out. Well, okay. But, you know, we operate on on a kind of a now kind of thing. <laughs> and now it's cold. Were you not cold when you left your house? A little. <laughs> Did you not maybe say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go in and maybe just grab a sweatshirt and I can always take that off. Or you just said, you know, I'm going to work, huh? Yeah, I had the heater full blast in my truck, so I was good. Oh, all right. Well, interesting interesting weekend in sports on a lot of fronts. A lot of things going on. Uh, let's begin. Where do we want to begin? Well, okay, we'll start with basketball. Gut-wrenching for the men. Terrific weekend for the women. If you'd have told Nikki Collin you're going to be without two key players that I believe that you were counting on at the beginning of the year, and you're going to play a couple of road games against a couple of top 25 teams, I would have, I would bet privately she would tell you one and one would be terrific, and they went two and zero. Oh. Uh, they beat Oklahoma, and then over the weekend they beat. Kansas on the road. So that's a terrific start for the Baylor women. That was the Kansas women's first loss at Allen Fieldhouse as yep. well. Yep. They uh and only their second loss of the year. Their first loss came against Nebraska in, I believe, double overtime. Triple. Triple overtime. So, so. It, was their, it was their first loss in regulation all year. So that's a huge win for Baylor. And you know what? You you didn't win the conference this week. This is January. Let's, you know, let's stay on on focus here, but at the end of the year, you may look back and go, hey, those two conference road wins that we went and got early in the year, pretty pivotal. So, good stuff there. On the flip side, another one-point loss for the Baylor men, and that was agonizing. They got it to overtime and then kind of built a little lead in overtime. I mean, it was it was one of those games that went back and, you know, just terrific game. And they get, I think Bridges hits a three in the corner, gets it to 86 apiece. They go to overtime. Baylor built a lead. And they're another, I guess it was just a mental breakdown. 
But you leave a guy alone, and I mean all alone, on the right wing, and he knocks down a three. And then you, you, it just, man, it was just one of those deals. Uh, and then you lose the ball out of bounds, so you don't even really get a, 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 a an opportunity there. And then you bring the ball back down the floor off of a, off of a foul. You got a guy at the line who was, what, 12 for 12, something like that. And he, you, you know he's going to make it, but he didn't. He missed it, which forced you to, to dribble down the floor and you didn't get a great look and you put up a three that missed. And for the second consecutive home game in conference play, you walk out of there with a one-point loss. And you, you walk away going, get one stop, get one bucket, and you're – Look, you could be two and one just as well as your zero and three when you start looking at those games. But I, I don't. I look offensively. They scored eighty six or eighty seven against TCU, mid nineties in overtime against against Kansas State. For me. And I looked at Kansas State. At one point, Kansas State was shooting over 60% from the field. To me, that's – you got you to get some stops and quit putting the pressure on your offense. So, they'll, they'll go at it again on Wednesday night at West Virginia. I mean, and this team desperately needs a win. There's no question about it. We'll hear from Scott Drew a little later on. Uh, what was our impression of the Cowboys yesterday? And I, I guess we're all frustrated, but what was your impression, Ward, overall? I, you know, you said that you can't win the conference early in the season, but you can sure let it get away from you. Mm-hmm. And I think they're on the verge of that. Here, here, tell me if I'm wrong. I've heard so many people say, well, the game was meaningless, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? It ended up being meaningless. They're 100% correct. You probably felt like you were going to play Tampa Bay, and you are going to play Tampa Bay. Here's the problem I had. All week long, was it meaningless? No. You you don't know that you're not going to play for a divisional championship. You don't know that you're not playing for the number one seed overall. You don't feel like you are, right. but you don't know. You don't know, but you didn't prepare like that. That's pretty clear. You didn't prepare like that. You no. dang sure didn't go out and play like that. Well, he played terrible. I mean, and you and it was there is enough blame to go around from dropping a punt snap to to muffing a punt to hey I know you dropped this interception let me let's try it again maybe you'll catch it this time. I am I wrong? No, you're not. I mean, everybody across the board played bad, but the the defense has got to be put at the offense's feet. The offense didn't give them any help. No, and they none. Got, they got wore out. Put them in a bad spot a lot of times. Well, you go three and out 11 times. Yeah. Well, just right off the bat, when when you muff the punt well, or the drop snap, they're, they're getting the ball at your 20. Who doesn't score? Okay, but you can overcome that if you just find a way to put some drives together yes. and stay on the field. Your defense doesn't have a chance well, if you don't. Well, as horrible as Washington is, they begged you to get back in the game and win the game. They, get, they begged you to win the football game, and you just said, no, we don't want to. They, that, 
That was a pitiful performance. It was. Pitiful. And this is not like a car. You don't turn it on and turn it off with a key. You know, and I know Jerry Jones says, well, we got to use this as motivation. We'll hear from Jerry a little later on the show. Well. Is that motivation? No. That you played like garbage? No. And Dak's terrible. Sorry. Terrible. <laughs> he throws a horrible throw on that out route. And then comes right back and drills the guy right between the two and the five. I know he has numbers and everything else, and it all looks good on paper. But he's not the guy that's going to take you. I heard it said this morning, and I'm not sure who it was on uh, on, on the network programming. He's a good quarterback getting great quarterback dollars. Oh, yeah, he's getting elite quarterback money. Yeah. But he's not an elite quarterback. He's a good player getting great player number money. Makes sense, doesn't it? He's a good player. He's not a great player. He's not an elite player. He's not a top 10 elite player. He proved it yesterday. He air I mean, how many bad throws did you see yesterday? At one point, he was eight of forever. I don't know. You know, it's just. And I get all the excuses. The offensive line is mm, beat up, and they, they're not all there. And there was no run game to support the pass game. Yeah. I, okay, whatever. Sometimes you have to overcome and and the good teams do and maybe they just don't have the depth to do it i don't know it it was obvious yesterday they don't no uh, because they had no run game none none i mean none <laughs> and then in the past game uh you, you just couldn't get anything going and then when he would hit a receiver he'd drop it <laughs> it was it was a bad watch yesterday and, but they're the Cowboys. They got the star on the helmet. So guess what? First round of the playoffs, they get the Monday night game. Monday night football. Combination of Cowboys and Tom Brady. Yeah. You saw that. I honestly thought they'd get like maybe that, that Saturday night, you know, another prime time. I knew they would. I just felt like it was going to be a night game, a prime time game. Because it is Tom Brady and it is the star on the helmet. And oh, by the way, you don't have to worry about playing Green Bay. Everybody was afraid of, you know, don't want to play a red-hot Green Bay. Well, that red-hot Green Bay got beat by Detroit, who had literally nothing to play for. Except to knock the Green Bay Packers out. That's exactly right. They found a way to, to get motivated. They found something to motivate them. Kind of my point with the Cowboys. Why didn't you find something to motivate you to go play the Washington Commanders, I said it right this time. You, you found nothing. to. And I've heard it said a million times for those who cover the NFL for a living. The Cowboys play down to the competition. Good teams don't do that. Dallas should have went and done some really nice things in the first half and got their starters out of there once they realized that, you know, the, the, the ship has sailed on on winning the division and winning home field advantage and all that kind of stuff. Go play well for a couple of series, get a couple of scores or whatever, and get out of there. But McCarthy keeps leaving the players in because they have literally nothing to build upon. I mean, I don't know what – maybe the defensive front four – can walk off that field and go, you know what? We we gave a great effort and played pretty well. And they did. But nobody else. 
Even the place kicker <laughs> missing a PAT. It was just a bad deal. And there's you can't you can't sugarcoat it. You just can't. So we'll see what happens on Monday night against Tampa. I got a good feeling what's going to happen on Monday night. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're not running to the to to pick up the phone and call Vegas and and bet the keys to your car on the Cowboys moving to the second round? No, you're not worried about <laughs> playing the Eagles a third time. Not gonna happen. <sighs> Although I would, you know, you're playing a team that's not very good. Doesn't matter. They got beat again this N- weekend. Nearer the Cowboys. No. And isn't that hard to say? Here's a team with 12 wins, and we're saying, well, they're not very good. Are they very good? What does 12 wins mean in the NFL? Zero. You're the fifth seed. You're on the road at a losing team. A team that is sub-500 in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Surely. Those 12 wins mean you can get that game, can't they? I don't think they can. Huh. We'll find out. Uh, a couple of quick notes here from the CNC Collision Center text line. This from the 903. Good morning, gentlemen. Can the Cowboys have looked more like they had nothing to play for? Also, just uh, just for tonight, go TCU. <laughs> That's good stuff. I... Again, my point being, as you prepared to play the game, as the coaches prepared the team to play the game, as the players prepared to play the game, as they went out to start the game, there was plenty to play for. Plenty. And How about that, just going out to play the game because you're – You're supposed that's, to. That's what you do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You get 17 opportunities a season guaranteed to you. Go play the game. Yeah, they played all right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Leon says they haven't won a playoff game away since, question mark, and who was the quarterback? Well, we'll have to look that one up. Last road playoff victory for the Cowboys. We'll look that one up. All right, so that's what we got for you. We got plenty to – Plenty to do today. Plenty to get to. And, of course, oh, by the way, there's a football game tonight that you may have some interest in. Georgia, TCU. What's the line? Is it 12 and a half? Did I see 12 and a half? Last I saw was 13 and a half, but it may have Oh, it moved. went up? I thought it went down. We'll take a look. Anyway, the, either way you look at it, boy, there's, uh, there's not many people giving the fighting frogs a chance, are they? No. Do you give them much of a chance? Again, it depends on what they can do defensively to limit what Georgia can do with the football. Um, If they can draw up some stuff to kind of like they did last week. uh, Yeah. And if they can hang around, yeah, I give them a chance. The last Cowboys road playoff win was the 1993 Conference Championship at San Francisco. 
That'd be Troy Aikman. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about the Seattle game where Romo muffed the snap on the extra point. That was a road game. The Cowboys have lost eight straight road playoff games since that one in 92 against San Francisco. Make it nine. Wow. All right, there but you go. Again, back to TCU and Georgia. Mm-hmm. If if it turns into a shootout, I, I'm afraid Georgia has too much for them. Georgia, and I didn't realize until I started doing a little research on them. Georgia has not one, not two. They have three running backs that they use. All three of these running backs have over 500 yards. Mm-hmm. So they they kind of they kind of do a committee type thing. Uh, no pressure, but to me, Duggan to Johnston may be the biggest thing for TCU. With TCU having the running back at 50-50, I think they got to get, I think Johnston has, if they're going to win, Johnston has to have another big day. Period. And you talk about TCU, can they get some stops? Can TCU's offense stay on the field to where Georgia's offense is standing on the sideline? I don't know. I mean, it's going to be critical that they put some drives together. I just don't see this being a 35-7 to football game, and it very well may be. It very well may be. But, you know, I like TCU's football team, and I like the way they're playing right now. Those guys that go out there and just somehow, some way, find a way, that's kind of how they've operated this entire season, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, they've just gone out and figured out how to, how to get it done. Now, the one thing that does bother me, and, I'll, and, and you know, we'll find out whether it's a, a key ingredient or not, this is a new deal for TCU. This is old hat for Georgia. That may work in their favor. How? Just, hey, we're not supposed to be here. Let's go out and play loose and have fun. I mean, that's how I'd approach it. The, the all the media attention leading up to the game this week, and yeah, there's it's it's a different animal. There's no question. So we'll get into all that uh, as we get rolling here. And Ryan's screaming for a break, so let's go ahead and do that. It's seven eighteen, and this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. We're joined now by WFAA TV Channel 8's Joe Trahan. It feels to me that there are certainly times when Keller just gets too cute. We have seen this offense at its best when they are mixing in Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott. Zeke's hitting them right in the mouth. Pollard's hitting them on the perimeter. And then Dak mixes in play-action passing. And when you get away from the formula that we have seen has been so successful, this offense goes the wrong way. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN. Central Texas. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. 
Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person -person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Looking for a checking account that earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a first central credit union slam dunk. Be the MVP. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Central Texas is taking the morning show on the road. Come join ESPN Central Texas Game Time with Tom Barfield, Ward Weins, and Ryan Fox, and Stephanie from Sales as we'll broadcast live at 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Tuesday, January 10th at Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt. Fuzzy's Taco Shop in Hewitt will be opening at 7 a.m. every day starting Monday, January 9th. Stop in and say hello to Game Time and get a breakfast taco at half price. That's right, half price for the breakfast taco. Fuzzy's Taco Shop with Game Time in Hewitt, located at 1509 Hewitt Drive. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. All right, 722, welcome back into the program. We'll get into some football in uh, just a bit, but right now let's talk some basketball as the uh, the Bears did drop a uh, overtime loss to Kansas State yesterday, uh, Saturday at the Ferrell Center, 97-95. Good crowd loud crowd uh and just you know it was a cool thing after the game it was it was interesting scott drew basically said this was not a whole lot of fun going up against jerome tang tang said it tang said it was not fun before the game it was not fun after the game he said you know when you get in the game you're coaching it's 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 coaching it's basketball you're watching kids perform good stuff but he didn't like it before he didn't like it afterwards and 
man, it was uh, it was certainly interesting uh, that dynamic. It, it, you, Ward, you hear them, you hear guys talk about, well, you know, I love him like a brother and all that kind of stuff. That, and you know, we're family, and you you hear all those things, and sometimes they're kind of cliche. Not those, not those two guys. I mean, that was. I mean, you could see the anguish on both of their faces. I think they're both so glad the thing is over with. You know, they didn't come out and just say that. But, you know, Jerome Tang did say, hey, look, it was not fun leading up to it, and it wasn't fun afterwards. You don't ever want to see, you know, your brother lose. And Scott even talked about, you know, uh, his his uh, actual brother looking at a potential job in the Big 12 once upon a time. He goes, I'm glad he didn't take it. He goes, I, didn't want, I don't want to play him. It's, you know, and, and – you kind of get that if after you know we were we had a chance to be in the in the press room after the game and you kind of get that after seeing after seeing that a little bit uh, on Saturday night uh, ninety seven ninety five and Scott Drew after the game disappointed we gave up the three at the end uh, that wasn't what we intended to do uh, we didn't want to put two on the ball. And if they scored, then we get the la- we get the bucket, we get the ball back, and we got the last shot. And uh, that didn't wasn't executed. And then if he makes his three, we had our group in to get it to half court, call timeout. He never misses free throws, and guess what? He misses a free free throw. Yeah. yeah, So that 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 backfired. But uh, uh, at the end of the day, uh, um, we our effort was better. Our transition defense was better. Our execution was better. Um, but we shoot 44% and 32% and 76. They shoot 53, 44, and 86. So at the end of the day, the one thing we pride ourselves on is our shooting. And they shot it better than we did today. That's Scott Drew after the game on the uh, Baylor Radio Network from Learfield with uh, John Morris and Pat Nunley. And I'm going to just tell you right now, they had no answer. For Noel, the uh, the point guard, 32 points, played 43 minutes, but this guy was just terrific. He was 8 of 16 from the field, 4 of 7 from three-point land. And you heard him talking about the free throw. He was 12 for 12 at one point, didn't miss that last free throw. So he finished today with 12 of 13. 32 points on the evening uh, for Noel. And and then uh, Keontae Johnson had 24. Uh, <laughs> they were – and I'm going to tell you, it's – Baylor worked their tails off to get their looks, and and sometimes I just felt like that Kansas State had some really nice, clean looks, and maybe it was because of the extra pass. I don't, you know, but they uh, they knocked down shots, and at one point, like I said, they were shooting sixty percent from the field, and you're like, this cannot continue, and, and they finished the game with a very high percentage. Uh, they shot. Uh, they shot 60%, as we said, in the first half. Before the game, they shot 53%. But in the first half, they had shot 60% from the field, including 50% from three-point land. I mean, that's crazy. Who does that? And they were 83% from the free-throw line. They were 5 of 6 in the first half from the free-throw line. It was it was just crazy how good they were. And for the game, they were good. I mean, and again, Jerome Tang's done a great job putting that thing together in a hurry. You know, one of the you know one of the key players didn't get there till August or September, and they were good. I mean, they were really good. So 
Ward, do you look at this thing as the cup's half full or the cup's half empty? You know, at the end of the day, you are what your record says you are. I mean, that's the old cliche, and you're still looking for that first win. But on the flip side, you're not getting beat by 15. You're getting beat by a bucket. Doesn't you, matter. It, well, it, to me, it does. To me, it tells me that you're close. Well, you are, but I mean. And you got to find a way to get over gotta, the hump. You've got to find a way to get on the left side of the column. That's right. And if you don't, you keep piling up these one-point losses. It it dramatically well, matters. Yeah. And, and I think it, 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 you know, we've said it a million times. I think you'd rather get beat by 20 than you would by one. And they've got two one-point losses. But those one-point losses tells you, hey, look, get one stop. One stop in the whole 40 minutes. Get one basket in the hole. And you're right there. You're right there. But you got to find a way, as you said, to get a – I'll tell you over the hump. You can say to the left, what somehow, some way, you got to find a way to get a win. You do, and it's different if you're a team. To me, it is. It's different if you're a team that is building something, and you keep you're right on the doorstep. But when you're a team that's expected to be something and had high expectations, and you keep continually coming up short, it's a whole different way of looking at it I, I get that but if you also stop and look there's a lot of freshmen on the floor for Baylor well there is but oh. I mean still there was high expectations yeah. of this team but you know maybe they were too high expectations and we've said it leading up even even into conference play and and now into conference play this team has to find a way to play together because there are so many new faces on the floor mm -hmm. and they've got to find a way to make that work and whose role is whose. And maybe they're still going through that. I don't know. But, again, this conference is so good. They're not going to wait on you, are they? No. You, you cannot dig this type of hole. That's, that's, that's the problem is – you know, if look, and, and I think Pat talked about it on the postgame show, there's still a ton of basketball. I there mean, is. This, is, this is January, but you can't dig such a hole that you can't – it's it's not getting the wins. It's leapfrogging all the other teams because they're they're winning games. I mean, you got to get going here. You're 0-3 in the league, 10-5 and overall. And for – you know, and I, I, I haven't looked, and I don't know if it's out yet. Should be out today, top 25. You're going to be out, out of the yet. top. You're going to be out of the top 25 for the first time in a hundred years. I mean, stop and think about that. In all likelihood, but does that really matter at this point? I don't think so. I think it's it's Scott and his staff trying to figure out a way to get to get the 40 minutes. And again, I to me, it's about finding a way. To, look, you scored. You scored 95. Saturday night. You scored 87 the other night against TCU. There's offense there. Get a stop. Get a couple of stops. Well, and that's the disappointing thing right now, I would think, for Coach Drew and his staff is, you know, they set their precedence on playing defense. And right now, that's, that's the norm – defense for them is not happening mm -hmm. and and I think that that's probably the biggest concern it's not the concern 
on the shooting percentage. It's the other team's shooting percentage that's that's, that's got to exactly be exactly what him. he said. That's exactly what he said. He said, "Hey, we we shot at this and they shot at that, and you know." So with that in mind, and, and like he pointed out, he said, "Hey, they got better. They got better uh, between the TCU game and and the Kansas State game." But you, you know, you got to take another step. And now you get to go on the road Wednesday night and go to Morgantown. Who they are zero and three as well. well. That's a huge game because both of those are going to be fighting their tails off to get out of the cellar. Right, and one's somebody's going to be zero and four, and somebody's going to get their first win in conference play. Mm-hmm. And you know, look, they're not they're not completely out of this thing by any chance. But no, this- you just gave Kansas and Kansas State and Iowa State a three spot because mm-hmm. both of, all three of them are undefeated. TCU's got two wins, and Texas has two wins. Now, you're just a game behind Oklahoma State and Oklahoma, and Tech's sitting there in the cellar with you. So, I mean, you start chipping away at this thing, you don't have a chance. And everybody's going to cannibalize each other. But here's the the other side of that coin. Uh Uh-huh. Two of those 3-0 teams have already beat you. So Yeah, you're going to need some help. You're going to really have to start knocking some walls down here pretty quick. The beauty of this league is people will beat each other. That's one, right. One and the other one is it's a round robin. You get to play them again. That's right. I mean, problem for Baylor with the Kansas State and the TCU is you've already had them at your place and got beat. Mm-hmm. That's you know. So we'll see. I mean, it's a long way to go. Uh, and again, you're not going to win it in January. But man, you want you don't want to dig too big a hole. You you just don't. No. So uh, and again, this team continues. You know, you got and look. <laughs> You've got some young guys playing in some key roles and getting a lot of minutes. And, and, you know, a lot of these other teams have veteran guys, but they don't care. (laughs) Line up, play your 40 minutes, and let's see who wins. All right, uh, we're running a little late, 733. We'll talk women's basketball. The voice of the uh, Baylor women's basketball team, Derek Smith, is going to talk about this terrific start for Nikki Collins' team. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Playing the Commanders' backups yesterday, the Cowboys starters fell flat on their faces in a lackluster 26-6 road loss. So much for riding into the playoffs with momentum. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys were awful in yesterday's regular season finale at the Washington Commanders, losing 26-6 to a rookie quarterback making his NFL debut. Cowboys special teams made crucial mistakes early. Dak threw a pick six, and the Cowboy offense punted ten times because, as Zeke Elliott points out, they couldn't get anything going on the ground. Very difficult. 
Uh, just a minor three and outs. Just struggle getting stuff going, uh, getting any momentum. But beauty of it, you know, we got we got another another life now, and uh, you know, gotta get this get this thing right, get this thing rolling for the playoffs. Those playoffs will start with the Cowboys as the fifth seed wild card traveling to Tampa to take on Tom Brady and the Bucks. That's today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Cowboys will be the fifth seed in the NFC postseason after losing to Washington 26-6. They will meet Tampa Bay in the wildcard round. The other NFL wildcard matchups have the Giants against the Vikings and the Seahawks against the 49ers. In the AFC, the Bills take on the Dolphins, the Bengals battle the Ravens, and the Jaguars challenge the Chargers. The college football season ends tonight as TCU takes on Georgia. Game time is 6.30. The FCS decided its national champion yesterday as South Dakota State beat North Dakota State 45-21. John Rahm came from seven strokes behind to win the PGA Century Tournament of Champions in Hawaii. He topped Colin Morikawa by two strokes. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 737, this is game time. We'll talk about the NCAA championship game coming up tonight. We'll get into some more NFL football with you a little later on in the program. But right now, let's talk about Baylor women's basketball. The voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, joins us. Derek, good morning. How are you today, buddy? Morning, Tom. Good. How are you? Always good to be on with you guys. Well, we appreciate it. Let's let's begin. This is what a great start. Now, I know it's just the start, but – you know, if you'd have told Nikki Collin, "Hey, you, you're going to have two key players that you that that you felt like you were going to count on to be integral parts of this team," you're going to go on the road and play a couple of top 25 teams. I would have bet in the back of her mind she would have taken a split, and you get the two W's. And we were talking about it earlier, Derek. You don't win the the championship in January, but man, oh man, they're thinking uh, that that's just those. You may look back on this week and later in a year and go, "What a big week for for Baylor women's basketball." Well, you're right, Tom, and I think you look at the fact now that three games into the Big 12 season, 
the Bears are the only undefeated team. And I heard you all talking about, you know, obviously we all know how good the men's side of the ledger is in the Big 12 and how tough it is. And, and, and the women are have become like that, too. You know, you look, there's four ranked teams. There's really no pushovers in the league. And for the Bears to be 3-0 and and to have won two road games already against top 25 teams, that's a fantastic start. And you don't want to think about it like, well, that gives you – a little bit of room if you slip up somewhere, but you know it's hard to go undefeated in the Big 12. So you've given yourself a little bit of breathing room. And, you know, Coach Nicky even said, you know, you look at the schedule and think, you know, the way that Baylor played up to this point, you know, she said you look at Kansas and Oklahoma and you think, boy, if we could split that, we'd be doing good. Well, instead you get both of them and you put yourself in really, really good shape. Derek, how much does this help this team going forward, being able to pile up these wins and put them on the left side of the column? But not only that, have that to fall back on and, and put that in the Rolodex as they move forward in the Big 12? Well, you know, it's a, it's a few things here. I think as you think about right now, Baylor's number 23 in the nation. They will uh, undoubtedly climb when the uh, when the rankings improve. You know, and again, we talk about it. And the, the caveat is it's just January. But you even think about putting yourselves in position to win the Big 12, climbing into uh, one of the top 16 seeds in the country. A week like this where you go 2-0 and on the road, those are big wins for your uh, for your net and getting you where you want to be. And they put you in position if you keep taking care of business to already have a really tough part of your schedule out of the way. But I'd even say more than that. You know, Tom, you mentioned Baylor playing without two key players, without Asia Blackwell, without Trey Edwards. And, and there were times the play in December was a little bit up and down. You know, Arizona, a very good basketball team took it to him in Dallas right before Christmas. And what's been encouraging to see is that, that toughness, the, the younger players playing better, you know, Darion, a little page bugs had a double, double, the veterans have been playing great. And it felt like this week as a group, uh, they figured out even a little bit more. All right, this is what it's going to take to win night in and night out in the big 12. And it's been a different level of play through two games anyway, than what we saw in December. Talk a little bit about uh, you know what. Let's start with Caitlin Bickle. You uh, you mentioned uh, Bugs with the double double, seventeen and thirteen. Uh, Bickle had uh, seventeen and twelve. But there's there, there's something that just appears to me that's not on the stat sheet, and that's the leadership ability. And I I think Caitlin's kind of taken it some ownership in in that leadership aspect of of the game. I, am I am I viewing that correctly? You are absolutely. She is a player who's uh, like a uh, an extra coach on the court. And now her numbers have been good this year. She's averaging double figures. But even when her numbers don't leap off the page, like you said, it's that it's that leadership. It's the fact that the team flows better with her. I'm looking at the box score right now just to make sure I got this right. You know, plus minus. How much better is Baylor, you know, is, is your team when you're on the floor than when you're not? She played 33 minutes in a game that Baylor outscored Kansas by 13. The Bears outscored Kansas by 27 when she was on the floor. That's over 10 points better than anyone else's on the team's plus minus. And that's one of those little uh, kind of analytic stats that doesn't, isn't always the first one you look at, yet it just kind of shows how much better Baylor is when she's on the floor. And it's like that every game. The team is just better when she's out there. They get Oklahoma State coming up at home on Wednesday night. And how much of this momentum – coming back to your home floor is good for this team right now? Yeah, I, I think it's good to be back home for the team for sure. You've uh, got to keep playing like you did. Uh, you know, like we said, they've learned what it – they've kind of learned these last two games what it takes to win in tough environments. Well, now that you're back home, 
hopefully you play that much, that much better. Oklahoma State is a solid team. They have a first-year head coach in, in J.C. Hoyt, and they just beat Texas. So kind of going along with the idea how good the Big 12 is, they, they just knocked off Texas. So they're a team that Baylor should beat at home. It's not one they'll take lightly. But hopefully there's a good home crowd out there because the Bears have really got off to such a great start. It feels like they've earned that to earn that support to try to keep the momentum going. Talk a little bit about Sarah Andrews against Oklahoma, 30 points uh, the other day against Kansas, 27. And ironically, she only had two at the break. Well, what, what was going on there? You know, she was – she's had a quiet first half, honestly. I She, uh, in the first half, missed a few three-pointers, just didn't have her shot falling. But – She's kind of showing even more and more. She's a second-half player. Now, I think she would uh, say she wants to play better in the first half, but you look, you know, 23 points in the second half against Kansas. She had the, a career-high 30 points against Oklahoma, and a lot of those came late. She really got hot in the third and fourth quarter. And, you know, this is a very balanced team, six players in double figures, but you kind of wonder – there's going to be so many close games in the Big 12. Who's the player that you feed the ball to? And it may be different players, different games, but Sarah Andrews has really stepped up and shown that that she can be that player. She'll probably be the Big 12 player of the week, maybe national player of the week. And it's not just because of the numbers. It's because of how and when she did it. She did it in the clutch, and I think that's encouraging for a team that knows they're probably going to have to play a lot of tough ball games. What's the most important thing for this team right now, Derek? Is it defense and being able to play good defense and then transition into offense from that? Yeah, you know, the Bears have, uh, up to this point, the number one uh, scoring defense in the Big 12, uh, so which has been good. But I think Coach Nicky feels like it can, can you know, continue to get better, certainly. They haven't, they haven't hit their ceiling, and that is going to be big. You know, you go on the road, maybe your shot's a little bit off, but you guys know this defense, defense travels, and it can make up for a bad shooting night. And there's so many good players in the Big 12. You know, even on teams that's record might not show it. There's going to be a score or two. If they go off that night, they can make life tough for you. If the Bears are able to continue to play that kind of kind of defense, and then, again, like you said, turn it into some transition offense, the Bears were able to play downhill at times uh, these last two games really well and get some close looks at the bucket. And I think that'll play well as they try to win another Big 12 title. Hey, final thought for you. Uh, look into your crystal ball and tell us what the, uh, the status of, of Asia Blackwell is. Well, Coach Nikki said the other day that she will not uh, – she's not going to play her until she's 100%. And I think that that, that's not so far off. We've seen her out there, uh, you know, on the floor, you know, not obviously in game situations, but she's working to get back. It's just kind of one of those funny things, I think, because she had the lower leg injury and then the muscle issue. Well, now all of a sudden you want to make sure she's 100% back. And to be honest, Tom – I'm not 100% sure, but I'm not mentally checking off the box of, oh, it's going to be a while. I think we're all kind of waiting to see, hopefully game by game when she's out there. Does the the start of 3-0 and kind of give Nikki a little more flexibility in not trying to rush her back? That's a good point. You know, and I think it, it does. I think when you look around and see the team playing well without her, there's not that there's not that pressure like you said, and I think when you look and see, you know, Sarah Andrews scoring increase, Jamie Asbury's playing fantastic defense, Jaden Owens continues to distribute the ball well. You know, you would love Asia Blackwell. She averaged a double double in the SEC last year. You would love those ten plus points and rebounds each game, but mm-hmm. 
you know, when you're at this point, you're not up at a spot where you're like, boy, you feel like you got to maybe push things to get what you need. Derek, we, uh, we appreciate your time, buddy. Uh, thanks so much for the update and, and great start and keep it rolling. Appreciate it very much. Always good to talk to you guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. That is Derek Smith, the uh, play-by-play voice of the uh, Baylor women's basketball team. You can hear him right here on ESPN Central Texas this Wednesday night. Uh, you can catch him over on 104.9 FM as they uh, host the Cowgirls of Oklahoma State. Should be a lot of fun. Good start uh, for uh, for Baylor basketball and Coach Nikki Collins. 747, this is game time, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we are brought to you in part by uh, the our good friends at uh, – at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, they've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Same family ownership. We're talking about the Emerys. That covers four generations, by the way. And right now, it's uh, it's Braden's turn at the helm and doing a great job leading them into that new facility at 2003 South Loop 340 over there on Highway 6 next to Busby's feet and man it is a tremendous facility. They've got uh, that new location has a showroom with over 2 thousand items including all those do-it-yourself pro- uh, products that you need to, to do those projects such as bolts and nuts and washers and things of that nature they also have a great selection of rebar and accessories they offer the best in custom metal buildings and in fact if you're thinking about a barn dominium pioneer steel and pipe can help you find the perfect contractor that suits your needs and best suits your needs that's just one of the other services they offer as uh, as you work with pioneer steel and pipe they have uh, a great selection of structural steel and pipe sheet and expanded metal uh pioneer steel and pipe has still has the location down in brian great location there and now the the new location at 2003 south loop 340 at highway six hey they're open monday through friday 7 30 until 5 saturdays 8 until noon and you can check them out 24 7 at pioneerboys.com Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women back home in the Farrell Center Wednesday hosting Oklahoma State. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday on 104.9 FM. Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith on 104.9 FM. Now is the best time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a used vehicle. Right now, choose from hundreds of different makes and different models. All priced to fit all budgets. Explore your possibilities. Explore new and used vehicles at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active. Fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I want to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. 
Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Looking for that hard-to-find whatchamacallit or doodad to finish your do-it-yourself project? You'll find it at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are included in their huge showroom, including all the steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers. Plus, you will enjoy the one-on-one customer service that Pioneer Steel and Pipe has featured since opening their doors in 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340 next to Busby Feet in Waco and at PioneerBoys.com. Buy more, save more. This is true for tractors, too. At WC Tractor, we have ready-to-go new Kubota tractor packages, which include the most commonly used attachments. Along with a Kubota tractor, you will leave with a loader and box blade for dirt work, a cutter to take care of your fields, and a trailer to haul it all. Think of all the jobs you can get done with a new Kubota tractor package. Come on by any of our locations or visit us online at wctractor.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The Cowboys will be the fifth seed in the NFC postseason after losing to Washington 26-6. They will meet Tampa Bay in the wild card round. The other NFL wild card matchups have the Giants against the Vikings and the Seahawks against the 49ers. In the AFC, the Bills take on the Dolphins, the Bengals battle the Ravens, and the Jaguars challenge the Chargers. The college football season ends tonight as TCU takes on Georgia. Game time is 6.30. The FCS decided its national champion yesterday as South Dakota State beat North Dakota State 45-21. John Rahm came from seven strokes behind to win the PGA Century Tournament of Champions in Hawaii. He topped Colin Morikawa by two strokes. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Keep up with the NFL playoffs on ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward White's Tom Barfield, Ryan Fox along with you. Cowboys fall yesterday in a lackluster performance by, well, basically the entire team. Uh, You can look at Dak Prescott and say, well, Dak didn't get it done, and he certainly didn't. He absolutely didn't get it done uh, yesterday, but the running game didn't get it done yesterday. The offensive line's banged up. They're missing a couple of pieces of that offensive line, but you better get used to that because that's not going to change. And as Tom said earlier, just flipping the switch from the final week of the season into the wild card round, oh, by the way, you're on the road, and oh, by the way, you're facing Tom Brady, the best that's ever done it. And this to think that you can turn the switch on and that the – Offensive line that you have plugged in is all of a sudden going to be good enough to win a football game on the road in a wild card situation. I, I have my doubts. I don't. I don't know how you change that. How much does Biotish back help the offensive line? A, a lot. Puts them back in their regular spots. Well, he makes all the calls too. Yes, that's a good point. He he does make all the calls. So I mean that that's going to change. 
But is he going to be back 80%? Is he going to be back 70%? Is he going to be back 100%? Is he going to be back at all? I don't, I don't know. But having him on the field just for those calls has is, is got to help a little bit. Yeah, I agree. But if, if I'm Tampa Bay, I line up a couple of big bodies right over him early in the game and come right at him and say, okay, how much are you going to be aware to withstand, big boy? Because that's going to be a vulnerable part of, of that offensive line. <sighs> I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just – it's incredible. And you had a point when we were talking off the air earlier – you, you if you're if you have that 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 drive to compete it doesn't matter if you get on the airplane to go if it's important enough to go to the airport and get on the plane to go it's important enough to play the game and Hell, play it well if you walk over to cottonwood to play it's important yeah if if you have that much love for the game it should be yeah i i don't buy into well they're not very motivated and if not you need to check your pulse that's that's my deal. Players play the game, but what was the what was the preparation like from the coaching staff leading up to it? We'll never know. I mean, how, what was their attitude towards towards getting ready for this game? Well, it better be one hundred percent every time. After the game, Mike McCarthy talked about their play. Oh, not, not very good at all. Yeah, I mean, we played poorly. Um, you know, I just think. You know, once again, the first thing that comes to mind is when you, you're walking off the field, you think you think through the preparation and then all the things that didn't go right. And, you know, um, you know, we played some combination of guys, and I thought they did a nice job on defense. You know, we wanted to get through, you know, personnel groups. Um, that, that's something we've been challenged with as far as injuries. You know, offensive line, we didn't, you know, offensive, excuse me, offensive run block, and we didn't get, we didn't get it going in the run game. And, you know, and didn't have much going in the passing game. First thing that comes to mind when you're walking off the field is preparation. That's the first thing that comes to your mind walking off the field, then maybe you had a problem there. If you prepared properly, that would have never crossed your mind. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's more of just let me give give you all something to chew on than anything else because that it, that doesn't make any sense. You know, You might look back and say, we didn't have a very good week of practice. And that's on me. But if you're he no, didn't you, say that. But if you're, but if you're not having a very good week of practice, you're the head coach. Change that. It's kind of my point. So, you know, the preparation part of it. I, I that's well. That, I guess what I'm saying is, we, we, we saw the result yesterday. Poor play was a bad performance. That bad performance didn't just happen yesterday. Normally, when you have a bad game, you had a bad week getting ready for that game maybe maybe not i mean it you know no uh, sometimes yes sometimes no sometimes you could have a great week and go out and 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 lay a, a biscuit that. on the field i, I mean i get that i i do I, I and sometimes you can have a horrible week and then go out and you, you know coach thinks you're going to get your brains beat in you go out and play well that happens too but i'm just saying if you, you don't have much of a chance most of the time if you go about your business poorly then you're going to go about your business poorly on well, game day. Again, that's on Mike McCarthy. It that's is. not on anybody I, I, else. I agree wholeheartedly. Jerry Jones, after the game, talked about using this as motivation. Uh, we Give get stuck on that all week. And uh, if that doesn't make you want to uh, get ready to go in about six, seven days, nothing else will. And that was as uh, uh, thorough a butt-kicking as we've had this year. And uh, 
uh, we're going to find out if that'll get you ready or not. It uh, should with what these guys are made of. Mike McCarthy's fired. You can hear it in his voice. You think? Yeah. What if he beats Tampa? Not going to happen, but What okay. if he beats Tampa? He's still done. He's not going to get past second round. He's going to done something no other Cowboy team's done, and, and you're going to let him go? It's Jerry Jones. Again, 12 wins means nothing. The way it's designed now, it's designed this this you know the thing you 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 play the the seventeen to get to to get to the tournament and it's what you do in the tournament. Yeah, I don't care if you play a hundred games. If you lose in the first round, it doesn't matter. Again, again, we'll see. I mean, anything less than playing in the conference championship game is not going to be good enough for Jerry Jones and and what he's got going right now. And look, you may lose your offensive coordinator. You may certainly lose your defensive coordinator. Well, and I know we're up against the clock, and I disagree with you. I don't think he's firing Mike McCarthy after this year. But if he did, don't you think one of those two would get the gig? No, I think it's Sean Payton. I See, I, keep, I have this funny feeling that Sean Payton doesn't want to work for Jerry Jones. Sean Payton wants to run the organization the way Sean Payton runs the organization, and that's 100% in charge. That's not happening at Frisco. Has Jerry Jones, since Jimmy Johnson departed, has he ever let anybody have 100% control of the organization? That's why Jimmy Johnson departed. That's exactly right. I I, I don't see it. I I mean, do I think Sean Payton's going to coach again? Yeah, I do. But I don't know it's there. I don't think he coaches again unless it's the Cowboys. I think that's the gig he wants. You think? Yeah. We'll find out. Uh, 7.59, it is uh, – we're up against the clock. Let's bring in John Morris. John has got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. Then we'll talk about the TCU-Georgia game. We'll do that coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including a tough overtime loss for Baylor men's basketball and an historic win on the road for Baylor women's basketball. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. The Big Finish sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big on Jeep models like the new 2023 two- or three-row Grand Cherokee Limited with total values up to $5,000, plus 500 bonus cash to first responders and no payments for 90 days. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Find the Jeep that fits your family and wrap up some of the best deals of the year at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, 
John Morris. That's going to do it. The Bears can run out the clock in this one. Kansas had not lost a game at Allen Fieldhouse this season, but they will be undefeated no more once the clock hits zero. A strong defensive effort by the Bears, who out-rebound one of the top ten rebounding teams in the nation by a factor on the night of 14 rebounds advantage for Baylor. They win this one tonight 75-62. to Highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Derek Smith with the call. Baylor women's basketball knocking off Kansas in Lawrence on Saturday. For the Baylor women, they got 27 points from guard Sarah Andrews following up her 30-point performance in the win over Oklahoma earlier in the week. In fact, back-to-back -back road wins over top 25 opponents for the first time in program history. 75-62 over KU the final. Here's women's coach Nikki Collin. When you're when you're going on the road and facing two top 25 opponents who have, haven't lost at home yet, um, Oklahoma had only lost at Utah on a back-to-back -back at altitude, and and Kansas had only lost you know in a double overtime game at Nebraska, and so you, you're facing two confident teams on the road. I thought if we could go on the road and steal one of them we would feel really, really good and put ourselves in really good position um, to come in here and pretty much like lead tip to finish says a lot about our toughness. Um, and, and I've challenged them going into this week about how we've got to get tougher. Nikki Collin and the Baylor women now 12-3 and on the season. They're off to a 3-0 and start in Big 12 conference play, home Wednesday hosting Oklahoma State. Meanwhile, a tough overtime loss for Scott Drew and the Baylor men to Kansas State on Saturday in the Farrell Center. The Bears got 23 from Adam Flagler, 22 from Keontae George, but fell 97-95 in overtime to the Wildcats. The Baylor men dropped to 10-5 on the season. They're 0-3 in Big 12 conference play. The Baylor men on the road at West Virginia coming up this Wednesday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Eight oh five. Welcome back into the program. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. As we move into hour two of the program, we are presented by Alan Samuels, and we're glad to have you with us. And we're glad to have Curtis Quillen, the uh, sports director of KCEN TV, on with us this morning. Curtis, good morning, and we appreciate your time. I know that you probably don't see 8 a.m. very often, but we, we appreciate you, you being with us this morning. First of all, break down this Georgia TCU game. How does TCU stay in this game and, and have a chance to win it in the fourth quarter, in your opinion? Oh, I'm married to a teacher. You'd be amazed how many 8 a.m.s I see even working <laughs> in sports. <laughs> um, look, how does TCU stay in it? The same way they've stayed in every game. I don't know. There's a there's something about this TCU team that they just seem to hang around. I mean, I was looking at it for my podcast last week. They're 10 and three against the spread this season. You know, they keep games close, and that if they're on the wrong end of it, they're able to somehow overcome it down the stretch. Except for that second game against K State. Um, when Max Duggan was probably less than 100%. And so 
how does TC stay in it? I mean, with Quentin Johnson and Kendra Miller, if he's able to play, if he's not able to play, well, Amari Di Mercado was absolutely electric against Michigan in the semifinal. And so uh, I think for TCU, you just got to go about this one like it's business as usual. Um, and the same way that you've gone through the first, what, 14 games this season. You mentioned Quentin and, and being able to run the offense. Does the offense have to run through him tonight? So. I think so because I think it's a lot easier. Uh, I think it's a lot easier for Georgia to key in on a running back. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. This this Georgia secondary is the best in college football, and I think that a lot of us would. I think a lot of people would agree. But um, I think Quentin Johnson is just a difference maker. I mean, there aren't a lot of receivers in college football this year like him. Uh, there are running backs like Amari DiMarcado and like. Uh, Kendra Miller, if he's able to go tonight um, in the SEC. And so I think that Quentin Johnson is just the difference maker for the TCU offense um, because even whenever you key in on him, you open something else up. You, you mentioned uh, you, you, the way this TCU team has gone about it this year. And, and I'll ask you, I mean, this is, this is, they haven't seen this much media. They haven't gotten this much attention. Is this, look, Georgia's, going for back-to-back, Georgia's played in this game. Is this stage too big for TCU? I don't think we know, and I don't think we'll know until tonight, right? Uh, they've completely changed the culture there at TCU. TCU went from Gary Patterson closing it off like it was Fort Knox inside that practice facility <laughs> to Sunny Dykes. Every practice is open to the media. That's every spring practice. That's every fall practice. I mean, our sister station in Dallas, WFAA, has done interviews with Sonny Dykes on the field during practice. Where else do you see that in college football? Totally changed the culture and has them playing loose. So I say all of that to say that, you know, is the stage too big? Well, the last time TCU was in a national championship game was, what, 1938? And so we won't know until tonight if the stage is too big. But they're getting used to this laid-back laid type of culture, and they're getting used to this type of attention because it's what Dykes brought with him from SMU uh, when he got the job to replace the legend in Gary Patterson. Is the key to the night for the Frogs what Joseph Gillespie can do on defense and how he can confuse that Georgia offense? I think I think it absolutely is. I mean, yeah, we talked about Clinton Johnson, but that TCU defense, which is led by another local prospect and Travis Hodges Tomlinson, has a chance to make life quite quite difficult for that TC, for that Georgia offense. Uh, Stetson Bennett has is you know he's got it whatever it is because there's absolutely no reason for him to be as good as he is, and yet he is humming as the quarterback of the Georgia Bulldogs, and so. Um, you've got to be able to confuse the offense. You've got to mix up some looks and, you know, I don't, how many nickel packages, how many five DB packages has Georgia gone up against this season? Because I don't think many teams in the SEC play like that. And I don't think Georgia has seen it, if any, since maybe Tennessee back in October. And so I think it has, I think the scheme alone combined with Joe Gillespie's play calling ability, because he is that good of a play caller on the defensive side of the football. Um, I think this has a chance to make things a little hairy for the Georgia offense early on. As far as this, uh, this matchup uh, tonight uh, out, out in, uh, out in LA, when you look at, at, at the way Michigan approached the game, does Georgia approach this TCU opponent the same way? Really with a lot of disrespect. I, I don't think so. 
I really don't. Um, you know, the last, the last time Georgia went in a little cocky in a national championship game and wound up losing in overtime. And so that was the Tua Tungavailoa breakout there in Tuscaloosa inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. So I don't think it, I think it's learned from that because so many people on this coaching staff were on that Georgia staff. And so um, I think it's one of those, you see how cocky Michigan was. You see the J.J. McCarthy, we're going to bring the Big Ten to the Big 12 bit and how poorly that went uh, for Michigan. And, I, you know, I think Georgia knows that in college football, when it comes down to one game, anything can happen. And that this TCU team has, you know, it, it, it got down in the Big 12 championship game and then it forced it into overtime. It got down against Baylor and it walked it off at the end and got a win. It got down against, you know, insert opponent here because I think they trailed in most of their games at some point this season and came back, won those games. And so I think when you look at their what they've done on tape and you look at the athletes this team has, I think that I think if you're Georgia, you look at this as like, yeah, they're they're good. This is a this is a lot of this is as much NFL talent as we have arguably. Um, and then, you know, we've got to be able to defend, and then we have to be able to handle a complex-looking defense uh, at the line of scrimmage. How much does that help the Frogs being able to, if they can keep this game close going into the fourth quarter? If, if, it, if this game is a one-score game going into the fourth quarter, I think Sonny Dykes is thinking we've got them right where we want them because that is where they kind of thrive. You know, obviously, TCU never trailed against uh, Michigan in the semifinal. But what was it, a one, uh, you know, a, a single-digit scoring difference going into the fourth against Baylor? You're talking 10 points or less. And so, um, and that's kind of where they wanted them then. And this is a second-half team. Uh, Georgia is a second-half team. I think you feel really good if it's a one-score game going into the second half, but I think you are into the fourth quarter, rather. But I think that you also kind of understand this is a chess match. This is, this is a game that is won in on the headset because uh both both coaching staffs are going to be able to put put some uh some stuff together and draw some stuff up in the dirt there toward the end and figure this one out um i like georgia at the end of it i think tcu you know 12 and a half is extremely rich for my blood especially when you see what what tcu has done all season All right, Curtis, let's uh, switch gears. Let's talk a little basketball. Uh, Two gut-wrenching one-point losses this week at home for the Bears uh, on the men's side uh, versus TCU and and then Kansas State on Saturday evening. Uh, Do you look at this as the cup is half full or the cup is half empty? Are you looking at the 0-3 or are you looking at, hey, one possession here, one possession there, and you could have a couple of wins? So what's your take? Um, my take is uh, you're looking at a cup half full of freshmen, right? Because this is well, there's a lot of true freshman minutes. There's a lot of transfer minutes being played on this Baylor team. Um, you know, Keontae George against TCU makes one heck of a move up top, gets to the rim, and then you've got you know TCU just makes one heck of a play uh, to block that shot there at the end. And so, what what goes from here is uh, kind of more of the the question. Yeah, they're zero and three is hard to swallow three tournament caliber teams. I mean, that's what eight in a row for Kansas state uh, TCU is a top is going to be a top 15 team, uh, at, you know, down, down this stretch this season and Iowa state is looking like a tournament team. 
they the the schedule softens a little bit later on. Of course, you know, opponent wise, West Virginia is not quite at the caliber that TCU is this season, but, and it's another zero and three team in Big Twelve play. But you've got to go to Morgantown to play that one. This is this this is a tough stretch for a very young team. Um, and you've got, I think you look at it as there's 15 games left. I don't know how much you focus on zero and three, uh, even though there are only because there are three teams in the Big 12 that have not won a conference game yet in men's basketball. And you know, all one of them was in a national championship game recently. Another one won a national championship recently, and then the other one uh, is seemingly a perennial tournament team uh, in West Virginia. And so I'm not, you know, if I'm Scott Drew, I'm not focused on 0-3. I'm focused on how do we get those one-possession games to flip back the right way? How do we keep those runs going? Because Baylor was shooting 75% from behind the arc last Wednesday night and then ended the game making just two threes in the second half. So how do you keep the runs going when the shooting cools off? How important is it to not only do that, but take it one game at a time and not hit the panic button right now? Oh, that's crucial. If you hit the panic button, this season goes to goes down the toilet immediately because there's still everything to play for. How many times has the Big 12 champion had come out with an unblemished record in conference play? The answer is almost zero. And so you can't hit the panic. You've got to just okay, we have West Virginia, let's focus on West Virginia. Then West Virginia's gone. Okay, we're on to Oklahoma State. Let's focus on Oklahoma State. Let's go from there. Um, this is, everything is still in front of this Baylor team, I would argue, except for a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. But guess what? Number one seeds, fine, but most national champions are not sitting on one line come March. So, everything again, everything's still in front of you, except for the number to the left of your name, uh, once the NCAA bracket's coming out. And so, yeah, it's absolutely crucial. You, you talk about a difficult road swing. Uh, the Baylor women had Oklahoma and then Kansas back-to-back, and, boy, they come out of their 2-0. and That is a huge, huge feather in their cap. Has there been a bigger win in the regular season in the Nikki Collin era? Because I don't think there has been, truly. Um, you're talking about a team that was struggling on the road last year, was 0-2 in conference play last year. They beat TCU in the opener, and this is not the same TCU that was there pre-COVID. But when you look after, okay, 30 points from Sarah Andrews and a road win at a number 17 Oklahoma, 27 from Sarah Andrews and a road win at number 21 Kansas, those are two very tough places to play right now in the Big 12 and women's basketball. And they're doing this in the best women's basketball uh, conference we've seen in the Big 12 in a long time. You know, probably only Trump last year's Big 12 women's slate. Um, you know, I think Baylor's eight looking like it can capitalize on Texas slipping up right now. Texas lost at Oklahoma State over the weekend. There's absolutely no reason Texas should have lost Oklahoma State. That's a you know brand new coach, and I think the only coaching change in the Big 12 this season in women's basketball. Um, and so I think Baylor's looking like it can capitalize on that in the Big 12 standings, but it's it's playing well and it's starting to figure some things out, uh, especially defensively um, to be able to, because Sarah Andrews, these massive scoring outputs are nothing new from her. It's that the defense is playing complementary basketball with that uh, to be able to capitalize on those opportunities um, for the bears moving forward. And if they can keep playing like this, who, you know, who knows what the limit is for them They're They beat two really good teams in the past week. They have a chance to do it again Wednesday night. 
Curtis, as always, it's a pleasure, man. Thanks so much for, for popping on and talking sports with us. We appreciate it. Have a great day. I appreciate it, Tom. Y'all have a great one. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Enjoy the game tonight. That's uh, Curtis Quillen from KCEN-TV. It's uh, eight eighteen. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. I, Ward, I'm kind of hesitant to talk about this, but here's how we'll, we'll approach this. Robinson High School has an opening for a head football coaching position. I believe that position has been filled. We're n- we're just not going to th- – this this coach hasn't had an opportunity to talk with his players, his staff, his administration. So I just feel like we'll give him that opportunity and uh, we'll have him on the program tomorrow. But I believe that, you know, unless – I believe everything is in order – get all the paperwork done. I believe the Rockets have their next head football coach. So I just wanted to go about it that way. I, I just did not want to, you know, and I know everybody wants to know, and we'll, and I'm sure to get out later today. But without him having the opportunity to, to visit, I just think that's No, we don't need to say anything un- right now. No, it's incredibly unfair on our part to do that. But I did want, you know, I know that there's a lot of people have been calling, hey, when are they going to do it? When are, you know, I've had several people ask me, are they close? Are they close? Well, yeah, they're close. They've got it. I think they've got it done. I think A.D., Lonnie Judd, and, and his group have got it done. So we'll see uh, maybe later today or certainly tomorrow. Uh, hopefully we'll have the new coach on the program uh, tomorrow morning right here on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels, and we're brought to you in part by Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers, 1810 Herring. Boy, does that sound good right now. Last time I went, I think you went with me, didn't you, Ryan? I sure did. The little red button's on. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so, hey, what did you have? I, I had a regular burger, and then a, I, I had a, what they call a mix. I mean, a little of this, a little of that. So, some fries, some yeah, rings, some pots. I got a cheeseburger, everything on it. Added grilled onions, and then... So, you added grilled onions. And it was fantastic. When did they grill those onions? Right when we ordered it. That's right. They There wasn't a pile of grilled onions laying over there. They, they All of this stuff is fresh. All of it's prepared when you order it, and that makes it taste great. I think there's, I think there's a commercial in there someplace. Tastes <laughs> great. Anyway, eighteen-ten, uh, Harry. And again, I guarantee, if you go today, they're going to be breaking down those basketball games. They're going to be looking ahead to the. Oh, and they're probably roasting the Cowboys. Uh, no pun intended, roasting, you get it? Uh, and then they're going to be talking about tonight's big matchup. You can get a sports conversation going if you uh, so choose at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring. Perry, David, the entire staff waiting to to hear from you. And if, you know, if you're in a hurry, you want to go run through the drive-thru, you can certainly do that as well. Here's the phone number, 254-753-1603. 254-753-1603. It's Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Recently on the John Moore Show. John Denton with us, longtime color analyst for TCU. Well, you know, the pressure's been on us for a couple of years, Johnny, since uh, you and uh, Baylor basketball team won the national championship. I mean, we at TCU had to do something. I'm running out of time. So I yeah, think you are. Like, if, if we're going to do it, it needs to be this year. There you go. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and oh, Foundation Repair. Okay, I didn't know. Nobody said go. Tom gave me the nod. Oh, Tom nodded. Mm-hmm. Sorry, didn't hear you nod, Tom. <laughs> 
But you can nod your head yes to us when we give you a free estimate for foundation repair. What if I don't see them? Well, we can send somebody else. And I'm they, fired. They can say yes. Fired. I'm done. Get it taken care of. So give us a call. We'll go play with my polar bear. 254-235-4922 or fixajimmy.com. That's me. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Hello everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager, Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock. Again, ask for Brian Reese and I will get your knees in the breeze. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Cowboys lost to Washington 26-6, but are still in the postseason. They're the fifth seed in the NFC and will open the playoffs at Tampa Bay next Monday night. The wild card round of the NFL postseason is now set in the AFC. The Bills take on the Dolphins. The Bengals battle the Ravens, and the Jaguars challenge the Chargers. In the NFC, the Giants meet the Vikings and the Seahawks take on the 49ers, as well as that Cowboys-Buccaneers matchup. The Houston Texans won their season finale 32-31 over the Colts and in doing so handed the number one draft pick to the Chicago Bears. Head coach Lovey Smith was fired after the game. The college football season ends tonight as TCU takes on Georgia in the national championship game. Game time is 6.30. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. All right, it's 825. So I said, uh, first of all, uh, thanks for all the fuzzy tacos. I, you know, this is the first day ever, ever that fuzzy tacos has opened at 7 a.m. for breakfast, right? Correct. And I figured, you know, you being that kind of person that we would have a sack full of fuzzy tacos in the studio this morning so we could sample them and tell everybody how great they are. Go by there and get your fuzzy tacos this morning. Well, but you, you didn't do it. We're going to be there it. tomorrow. But so? I, I'm just saying. We'll so? be there tomorrow. So I was just saving up the so oh God. and then i mentioned that I, i've got a doctor's appointment no you said you have to go to the vet <laughs> <laughs> and you said what's wrong with you and the ward said are they going to put you down you know <laughs> a lot of love in this room a lot of love in this room <laughs> oh don't get your feelings hurt <laughs> oh i'm not i'm just mad don't be mad anyway what's going on this morning 
It's a Monday morning. The birds are chirping. A little chilly outside. There's chilly outside. It's a little chilly outside. Oh, I thought you said there's chilly outside. I thought, well, where's the fuzzy tacos? <laughs> but we will be there tomorrow. Oh. In Hewitt, broadcasting live. What from side Fuzz- of the... You've never told me what side of the street it's on when, it, I, when, when I go to... Again, it depends if you're going west or you're east. I that's think. that's Hewitt Drive runs west and east and west. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So fifteen ten, Hewitt Drive, Suite One. You'll see it right next to. You sure it's not fifteen oh nine? Yes, I know. Okay. You know, you know this for sure. But since we're on the subject of food, <laughs> what a segue! <laughs> I am bringing to you today, which I think this would You're be... certainly not bringing Fuzzy's tacos. We're having those tomorrow, Tom. All right. Um, this started in the UK back in the 1400s, and it is the World Black Pudding Throwing Championship. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's, that's not legit. It's legit. They do it every September, and um, do you know what black pudding is? No. I'm going to guess that it's probably chocolate pudding. No, it's blood sausage. (laughs) It's blood sausage that they mix with oatmeal, and they put it in a tight. And what they do is um, they pile all these puddings up, and it goes from like 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., and you're just throwing pudding at each other. But you can only throw it underhanded. But you can't start like at 10? No, that's at 11. Don't ask me why the uk they do things differently um but why I, because that's a great question because why? so from my understanding this started back in the 15th century during the war of the roses i guess and it was a battle between stubbins lancashire lancashire between the house of lancaster and the house of york and so the so- soldiers ran out of ammunition so they started throwing their blood sausage which is black pudding at each other to knock each other out. So it became a tradition. So every year in September, they have the world championship of throwing black pudding. I think it would be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to come up with a different one. No, it's fun. Look it up. Look it up. Like no the whole town shuts down to throw. They even have a little area for children to participate. Well, of course they do. <laughs> it's basically a food fight. <laughs> It's a food fight, Ward. This would be fun. That's, those are fun. It could be you and me against Tom and Ryan. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so. But you don't have to eat any Southpaw. of it, right? No, you don't eat any of it. You just throw it. But they do, because blood sausage is hard. It's like a sausage. So they put it in a tight so it'll stay warmed it up. It looks like coal. Yeah, but look, they just throw this across. Look it up on YouTube, people. It's kind of cool. Google's has all kinds of videos, but Google's, yeah, yeah. So that's what that is, and um, it's in every it's every September. So we have time to practice, save up our money for a flight because we can't swim over there. Why? Because it's more than a hundred miles. More or than hundred miles. I don't even think I could swim two miles. Could you? No. Yeah. I do every every other yeah, right. I go to the Y every other Tuesday <laughs> and do that. You didn't know that? Oh, you're so full of it. Now so these it. This doesn't even look like a food fight though. Looks this, like rocks. But yeah, but they're throwing at, at 
bread, bread bowls. At, yeah, at bowls. So it looks like a elevated version of <laughs> I don't know washers, oh, uh, cornhole or cornhole, washers. Yeah. yeah. Where, well, you got a target, you hit it. There you go. But yeah. you do it with blood sausage. Is that so a it's big, not really a food fight. Is that a is that a it big could. basket they're throwing it into? No, it's oh. it looks like a like what he said a bread bowl. Yeah. Huh. Like you, you actually, have to try to knock them off that yeah, platform. That's, yeah, that's bread. That's definitely bread. Yeah. It's still a competition. No, it's not. You still have to practice no, throwing. No, It's a thing. It's a physical activity. You get hammered and go at it. That's what you know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. Come on. <laughs> All right, Steph. Fun. Thank you. I'll uh, see you guys in the morning. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> we are going to be at Fuzzy's Tacos in the morning, right? 7 o'clock? 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Talking nine. a Come lot of college football in the morning. I know. Go TCU. Rah, rah. Rah, rah, re. Kick him in the knee. What? Uh, <laughs> Happy Monday. <laughs> See ya. Uh, 831, quick note here from the CNC Collision Center text line. Tori asked the question, and I'm going to let uh, I'm gonna get out of the way and let Ward <laughs> go at this one. Good morning, guys. I have a question. What is y'all's opinion on uh, Dak being the quarterback for the Cowboys of the future? Well, he has to be because the money is too high to be That's able to it. do anything else about it. I mean, there's – I. You feasibly could take a huge hit if you wanted to, but Jerry Jones isn't going to do that. You're not doing that. No. He, he's the guy. Unfortunately, he's not the guy, but he's the guy for Jerry Jones. He's going to ride it out for this contract. <laughs> what? Well, I, I know, but yeah. he's not the guy. He's never going to take you to a championship. It's not going to happen. He is. He stinks. He's awful. Is he really awful? He's a fourth-round quarterback being paid like a first-round quarterback. I get that part, but is he really awful? I, I would say he's a good – I think I heard it best said this morning. He's a good quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback. I've been saying that for years. And a good quarterback's not going to win a championship unless he's got elite players in every stinking position around him. Well, and Dak doesn't. No, doesn't the, appear. In the the offensive line doesn't help you. He can't will a team to a win. The superlatives yeah. go on and on and on. And, I, and I've and i said this a million times. There's 53 guys on that roster. The quarterback gets way too much credit, and he gets way too much blame. But well, that's the nature of the beast. But it also all runs through the quarterback. It does. Half you of can, it does. You could have a great roster, and if the quarterback can't get you the football, it doesn't matter. Right. But, you so know. it should run through the quarterback. Theoretically, half the plays, he's standing on the sideline watching his defense play. But I get it. That's but he also the helps the defense by moving the chains. Yes. And, and – Keeping them on the field. And not, not having 35 you go three nine and outs. 37 yeah. and 11 three and outs yesterday does not help you. No. No, it doesn't. And by far their worst game. So uh, the defense is on him. But it was designed that way, Ward, so you can have some motivation for this week. No. Follow the plan. No. All right. 833. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I don't think the reporter did anything wrong other than just wasn't really clear. And what Gundy loves to do, and he's been doing it for years, he likes to appear, you know, here I am, I've got my coaches back, and he likes to embarrass people and belittle people. Some people might want to call that bullying. I just call it being a jerk. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom and us. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Cowboys lost to Washington 26-6, but are still in the postseason. They're the fifth seed in the NFC and will open the playoffs at Tampa Bay next Monday night. The wild card round of the NFL postseason is now set in the AFC. The Bills take on the Dolphins. The Bengals battle the Ravens, and the Jaguars challenge the Chargers. In the NFC, the Giants beat the Vikings, and the Seahawks take on the 49ers, as well as that Cowboys-Buccaneers matchup. The Houston Texans won their season finale 32-31 over the Colts and in doing so handed the number one draft pick to the Chicago Bears. Head coach Lovey Smith was fired after the game. The college football season ends tonight as TCU takes on Georgia in the national championship game. Game time is 6.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 8.36, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, Ryan Fox, glad to have you with us. And uh, from Collie High School, Jelani McDonald joins us. And first of all, Jelani, good morning. Hey, you were just in the, uh, in the uh, U.S. Army All-American Bowl game. Talk a little bit about that experience and what, uh, what that meant to you this past week. Man, I'm just blessed, you know, being able to be out there with all them great players, you know, being able to put on a show on national television, it was a blessing. Um, you know, people people wish they was in my position, but, you know, I'm I'm one of the few that got blessed to be there. And I had a great, a great experience, great time. What did you learn this weekend at, at the All-Star Game, and not only about your game, but about maybe some things that other players were doing or other coaches said, hey, you might – do this and improve your game? Uh, I mean, most of my coaches, you know, they were just telling me, man, I learned so much, like, how how dangerous, you know, change of direction could be. So they just told me to work on my change of direction, and I'd be straight. 
Um, you know, I just I learned a lot, you know. But that was one of the ones that that really actually worked when I did it. So yeah. Jelani, you made the decision to um and it was televised to, and you put the, the the UT cap on. You made the decision to to play your college football for the Texas Longhorns. What did what did UT offer you that you felt comfortable in going to Austin? Uh, their love, their care, their their feelings towards me, how they feel about me, just the connection that we had really just brought me on. Then they just brought me comfort too. So. That really just, that's that. It ain't too far, so that's just where I chose to go. With with Texas moving to the SEC, did that have anything to do with it? Oh, no, sir. I'm I'm all about the competition. What are you most looking forward to about taking that next step? What excites you the most? Man, my development. That's, That's one of the most things I'm the most excited for. Then I'm ready to see what they got for the, you know, I'm ready to just see what the college athlete life is. Last game of the season is tonight. It's Georgia and TCU. Uh, Give us a pick. Who do you think wins the game tonight? Oh, I got TCU. There you go. I'm going to underdogs. All right. Hey, Jelani, again, congratulations. Great week, and and congratulations on the uh, opportunity to continue your career at Texas and uh, way to represent Central Texas, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a great day. That's Jelani McDonald. And, uh, again, I don't know, it was kind of cool. Ward, did you get to see much of the football game? I I got to see some of it in passing. I was pretty busy on Saturday, but I had it on uh, and got to watch a little bit. Saw Mikael Harrison pilot play, saw Mm -hmm. Jelani play, and – that's uh, a special time when you get to be in an all-star game, especially that one caliber, of, of, yeah. you know, that magnitude and, and yeah. you have the opportunity to, to not only be in an all-star game, but be around such talent in that all-star game, because that's the cream. The, the, that, that one all-star game is the cream of the crop. It is. And you get the opportunity to play alongside those guys that are going to be the guys you're playing alongside of the next two, three years uh, coming up to face against. And and then you get great coaching in that as well. And there's a lot of college coaches that kind of hang around during the week and, and watch what's going on. So you get an opportunity to, to carry yourself in the right manner and take that next that first next step into your college football career. And the way the game was formatted on NBC, it, it allowed players the opportunity – to, to pause in the game and make announcements like Jelani made. I mean, the, the, the game, they were all standing on the field waiting. Well, and, and that's, that's what, a really that's, cool thing. Yeah, that's what this game is about. It, yeah. it, you know, and, and that's, that's one thing that's changed, you know, and it's not recently, but it's been, you know, a while now that, you know, that's, that's important to these young men and women to be able to make the announcements and, and do the things that they do now, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's so some of these games are formatted. Hey, let's, let's give them the opportunity for this platform. Plus this is, you know, what people want to see. So whether you're doing it on, on Twitter, Hey, hang off and don't do that. We're going to put you in this all-star game where you can do it on live on national TV. Says something about central Texas football too. I mean, 
Look, you had two players from Central Texas in that game, a young man from Temple and a young man from Conley. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's pretty impressive. Most of, there's a lot of years you don't have anybody. I mean, because this, again, as you point out, this is an elite all-star game, and, and players come from all over the country, and here you had two Central Texans. And it's pretty impressive. Good stuff. Yeah, a lot of fun. All right. Uh, it is uh, 842. We are uh, moving along here on a uh, – on a Monday, and again, we do have the national championship game coming up. Give us your picks. We we fire them away right now on the CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660 is our CNC Collision Center text line. Let us know what you think is going to transpire tonight. Is 12 and a half right? Do the Frogs get beat by 12 and a half by the Georgia Bulldogs? Are they that much better? You know, and we said all along, and everybody said all along for that matter, <laughs> that Georgia was the it was an elite team and you know, and clearly right now playing the best football in the country and all that stuff. So there's no surprise that Georgia's in the game. Maybe a slight surprise that TCU's in this game. I mean, when when we started this this journey back in late August, didn't you all kind of have in the back of your mind that the frogs of TCU under a first year head coach and and they were picked seventh in the conference <laughs> coming off a five and seven season. They were like 200 to one or something yeah. like that. So, but you know what? That we, we joke about it all the time and we laugh about it all the time. And we, we, we say it all the time. Hey, they all start zero, zero. Well, this is proof positive that they all start zero, zero from a game standpoint, from a season standpoint, from a conference standpoint. If you play well, you can succeed. And they have played well enough to win, you know, 12 or 13 football games and be in the national championship game. And look, tonight's game will start 0-0. So who knows? What do you think? 254-662-1660. That is our CNC Collision Center text line. All right, uh, we are presented today by Alan Samuels. Don't forget, if you missed anything on the program, you can go back to the uh, CNC Collision. And I, I beg your pardon. You can go to SyntexSportsFan.com. That's SyntexSportsFan.com. Everything that we have today, John Morris this afternoon, Matt Mosley this afternoon, will be there in a podcast format for you. So you can, if you missed any guest or anything, uh, you know, or, you know, anything of that nature, you can certainly go check that out as well. Also, keep in mind that we will be at uh, at Fuzzy's Tacos tomorrow morning with uh, with breakfast tacos. I believe they're half price tomorrow. Half price Fuzzy's Tacos. Look forward to that. Ward and I will be over there. Ryan will be here flipping the switches and turning the knobs. I, I Stephanie, I guess, is going to, She's going to escort us over there, so she'll have the flashing red lights and all that stuff. So look forward to that. That'll be yeah, that'll be coming up tomorrow, seven to nine. Uh, if you get a chance, get out a little early, swing by, have a have a taco or six with us, and and then uh, go on to work or to school, whatever the case may be. But we'll be there starting at seven a.m. tomorrow morning, and of course, we'll be talking about the big game from tonight. Uh, we are brought to you in part today by Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. That's, uh, that's Doc Everett and the gang, and they've uh, they've got it going on for you at Circle Drug. It's it's a one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. And you're saying, what? Well, look, whatever prescription you may have, whatever over-counter medication you may need, it's available at Circle Drug. You need a vaccine, it's available at Circle Drug. 
you need uh, some diabetic shoes or inserts, they're available at Circle Drug. You need a walker or maybe a wheelchair, it's available at Circle Drug. Locally owned by Doc Everett and his staff. They've been there a long time doing a great job. And, uh, and, and they, look, they're going to serve you. They're going to create that relationship with you. I was in there Saturday. It was 145, and I was sitting there thinking, you know what? Everybody else that's, a, that's open on Saturdays, they're open till about noon. These guys are here at 145, and I promise you there was a line of cars and there was people there. There was no way they finished at 2 o'clock. And, and they're not going to leave until it's all taken care of. That's what they do. They, they sacrifice part of their, their work day. They stay there until 6, and they're there until 2 o'clock on Saturdays to, to create that, that, that comfort for you, knowing that you can get something done uh, after work or on the weekend. That's, that's Circle Drug, and that's, that's the philosophy of Doc Everett and the entire staff at Circle Drug. 3211 Robinson Drive, again, open Monday through Friday 9 to 6, Saturday 9 to 2. You can give them a call at 662-0774. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long with Pat and John, here on the home of the Bears. The Baylor men on the road to West Virginia this Wednesday. 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 6 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Follow the defending back-to-back Big 12 champion Baylor Bears all season long. Here on the home of Baylor Bear Basketball. ESPN Central Texas. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tomlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco Values. Looking for that hard-to-find whatchamacallit or do-dead to finish your do-it-yourself project? You'll find it at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are included in their huge showroom, including all the steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers. Plus, you will enjoy the one-on-one customer service that Pioneer Steel and Pipe has featured since opening their doors in 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340, next to Busby Feet in Waco and at PioneerBoys.com. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302. Neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at Goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet Store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. 
Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Cowboys lost to Washington 26-6, but are still in the postseason. They're the fifth seed in the NFC and will open the playoffs at Tampa Bay next Monday night. The wild card round of the NFL postseason is now set. In the AFC, the Bills take on the Dolphins. The Bengals battle the Ravens, and the Jaguars challenge the Chargers. In the NFC, the Giants meet the Vikings, and the Seahawks take on the 49ers, as well as that Cowboys-Buccaneers matchup. The Houston Texans won their season finale 32-31 over the Colts and in doing so handed the number one draft pick to the Chicago Bears. Head coach Lovey Smith was fired after the game. The college football season ends tonight as TCU takes on Georgia in the national championship game. Game time is 6.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Let's uh, let's go right to the CNC Collision Center text line, Ward. We'll start with the uh, with the two five four. This one says, "I got TCU by three. I think it's going to be a close game." Uh, Another one says, "TCU proves preseason rankings are worthless." I think that's already occurred, don't you? Oh yeah, they're in the game. Well, I. Again, I don't put a whole lot of stock into preseason rankings anyway. Then another one says, you're exactly right. Uh, It starts 0-0. I think Max Duggan gets it done. I truly believe he's the toughest in the league, plus the coaching is impeccable. Uh, And they may have been underdogs most of the season, and that's where they are. That's where they thrive, TCU, by a field goal. And that comes from our friends in Temple. Is that wishful thinking? No, I don't think so. I mean, it, it, again, it depends on what Joseph Gillespie can dial up. Can he slow down that Georgia offense? I, I believe TCU can score against Georgia, but if they have to trade buckets, it's going to be a long day. I don't, I don't know that they can continually do that. Uh, if if Gillespie can get a couple of stops and they can keep it within striking distance going into the fourth quarter, I think they have a really good chance of winning this football game. I want to see TCU. They go down two scores. They're not coming back from that. I agree with that. I, I don't. I don't. Georgia won't let them. You know, if they get them down like that, I want to see TCU in those first couple of series get into the rhythm of the game. Relax. You don't have to go score. You don't have to. I mean, it's it's. You would love to, but I, I just. I, look, they're going to be a little – they're going to be – I would suspect they're going to be wound up pretty tight. Where Georgia may not be as – you know, they're both going to be jazzed See, I, up. I think it's I think it's opposite of that. You don't think TCU is going to be wound up? I, I think TCU is going to go out there and say, hey, look, we weren't supposed to be here. Let's go out and have fun and make this happen. Georgia has all the pressure on them to be the first team 
in the college football playoff format to go back-to-back. See, I think Georgia walks on that stage and went, you know what, we were here 365 days ago. Nah. I, I think that, yeah. makes you, I, that makes you tighter. I don't think so. I, I think they walk out and go, you know what, we, we've been here, we've done that, we got a T-shirt and we got a ring. TCU walks out there and goes, whoa, this is pretty impressive. I, I don't know. I, for me, I want to see TCU settle into the rhythm of the game and see where it goes. And I don't believe, and I look, I think Georgia's a better football team. I think they ultimately win the game, but I don't think it's 13. I think that's. I think TCU wins tonight. Do you really? Yep. I don't think it's 13. I just don't. And, and you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if TCU won the football game. They've done that all year. They have found a way to get it done all year, with the exception of the of the title game at AT and T. Kansas State comes back to win that one, but I I, I don't know. I, I just I think you can talk about it till you're blue in the face, but I I really do. I think TCU's probably a little uptight first couple of series, and I don't think Georgia is. I think you know, and, and I know that they're playing for back to back championships, but I think that benefits them having been there. And, 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 you know, and maybe accustomed to the to the atmosphere. We'll find out. It's a 6.30 kick. Does 4.30 in the afternoon have any effect on anybody? Nope. It's 4.30 in Los Angeles when they, when they kick the game off. championship game. I don't care. You want to play it at 8 o'clock? Let's get it on. <laughs> well, it's not the UIL award. <laughs> Oops, that's doesn't, a shot. Sorry. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Uh, again, John's up at 3 this afternoon. Matt's here at 4, and we are back tomorrow morning. 7 o'clock. Remember, we're going to be over at Fuzzy's Tacos in Hewitt. Fuzzy's Tacos in Hewitt. We'll be there tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day and enjoy the game tonight.